0: Good morning, welcome to Shabbos, Samach Aleph, Shabbos, page 61. We continue with our discussions of what you're not allowed to carry in the public domain on Shabbos. And we said that you're obviously allowed to wear your shoes on Shabbos. That's not carrying, that's wearing shoes but you're not allowed to wear one shoe, only one shoe. And there are two answers given by Rashi why you're not allowed to wear one shoe. One answer is because if you're only wearing one shoe, people, it's like Mara people might suspect you of carrying the other one that you're carrying it sometime, some, like inside your shirt or something like that. And therefore people are gonna think that you're carrying on Shabbos. The other reason is if you're only wearing one shoe, it looks weird and people are gonna start making fun of you and then you might be embarrassed and then you might take off the shoe and carry it four cubits in the Rosh Sarab. However, what we say is, that if, if it's yesh um, ma'at let's say the person has a wound on one of their feet, then the halacha is, they are allowed to have one shoe. But now the Gemara just tries to figure out, when we say that, well, the wound on which foot are we talking about? So Rav Huna says, when, you're, when we say that you could wear a, a single shoe when you have a wounded foot, it means on the foot that's wounded, and you're wearing it in order to protect that particular wound. But Chiyah uh, Barav says, no, 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 you wear it on the other foot, and then the wounded, uh, the wounded uh, foot actually does not have a shoe on it. Maybe you're in a, ca- in a cast, or maybe you're on crutches, or whatever it is. But the bottom line is, no one's going to make fun of you. No one's going to suspect you that you're carrying it, and therefore it's okay. And the Gemara says that Rabbi Yochanan actually, you know, uh, perhaps followed. Uh, perhaps, perhaps Rabbi Yochanan followed Rav Huna's idea that you actually put it on the wounded foot because what happened was one time he asked someone to bring him his shoes and the person normally actually Rabbi Yochanan followed the practice of putting on the left shoe first and then the right shoe, but the person brought him the right shoe. So it seemed like what the person was saying is it looks like you're making it that my right foot is wounded and that's why I'm putting only one shoe on my right foot. Okay, anyway, the Gemara goes on to talk about Rabbi Yochanan's uh, general practice of only putting, uh, putting the shoe on the left foot first and then the right foot. And actually, say, and the reason why he says it is just like tefillin. Just like tefillin, for most people who are righties, they put their tefillin on their left hand. So Rabbi Yochanan also put his shoe on the left foot first. Um, but the Gemara says it's actually a b'raisa that says that you go the opposite, you do right and then left. So what we, say, what we end up saying is, Yare Shemayin, Shemayin. that someone who fears heaven should try to do both of them. Now, how in the world are you going to do both putting on your right foot first and your left foot first? It's simply impossible. So the answer is you put on your right foot first, but you don't tie it. Then you put on your left shoe and then you tie it. And then you go back and you tie your right shoe. So that's the practice of how we're supposed to put on our shoes in the morning. Uh, the Gemara goes on and says other things too. When we wash our hands, we're supposed to wash the right first. When we put oil on, uh, we're supposed to put oil on the right hand first. But when we take a full bath, then you wash your head first because that is the mouth, that's the, the king that rules over the whole body. The Gemara goes on to say that you're not supposed to wear tefillin in the public domain. And this doesn't matter whether you say that you don't wear tefillin on Shabbos, and of course you shouldn't wear them in the public domain. But even according to the Mandarmer that says you're supposed to wear tefillin on Shabbos, you're still not supposed to wear them in the public domain. You're supposed to wear them at home because maybe if you're outside, you might come to carry them. Uh, the Gemara goes on talking about camillas, about amulets. And we say that amulets, as long as they work, as long as they've been made by an expert or they've been proven to work, then, then you can wear it in the public domain. But if, uh, if it's not a proven amulet or made by a uh, proven person, then you can't wear it. But the Gemara says you only need one of the two conditions. So if you have someone who's proven who's proven to, to get the job done, then even if this is the first time this particular amulet is used, you're actually allowed to use it. But then the Gemara goes on to define how do we prove, how do we know you have to have a hazaka, you have to prove it three times that the person is the proven amulet maker and also the particular amulet is uh, an okay amulet. And the Gemara goes on to prove that as well. Uh, we continue, and we ask the question, are do they have Kedusha? Do Amulets have intrinsic Kedusha? Uh, because they have, a lot of them have the Shem Hashem in them, the name of God in them. And so the question is, for what purpose? Either to save it from a fire. No, we say that can't be true. You wouldn't save it from a fire on Shabbos if it means carrying it out in the public domain. Um, and, and for Gnizo, to put it in the Geniza, that's obvious that you would do it. So the Gemara then uh, says that, uh, you know, this has to do with uh, questions of whether or not you have to uh, take it off when you go to the bathroom. Um, That's the question that's involved here. Um, And the Gemara goes on to just finish the daf and says that if you have, let's say, an amulet that's covered with or with with skin, then you would be allowed to take it into the bathroom. I fill in are covered with the leather. And we don't let you take them into the bathroom. And the Gemara said that's because of the shin, which is on the outside of the tefillin, which is part of the shin, and then the dalit on the na, and then the yod on the hand, which follows the name of Hashem. That's why we can't take tefillin into the bathroom. Um, And the Gemara just finally talks about the idea you can't walk around with armors, with things that are worn for for battle on Shabbos, because people are going to think you're going to go out to a discretionary war on Shabbos. That concludes Dapsamachal, page 61.